Hey guys, we have Kirk Castro on the podcast today, and on Thursday we're going to have Cal Madu. Alright, cue theme music. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is a podcast about the life of you and me, hosted by Christian Escoto. Hey guys, welcome to the Life of You and Me podcast. My name is Christian Escoto. For joining me on this mid-October Monday, today we have uh, Kurt Castro on the podcast. He is uh, one of my uh, cool and uh, intelligent, smart, uh, witty. You know, he hates it when I do those labels of intelligentsia, but nonetheless, he is one sharp dude. And um, I had the pleasure of uh, conducting a conversation with him. And uh, one of the things I like about Kurt is that he's very, he's like no BS. Like he gets straight to the point and um, he's just very honest. He's, uh, see, I'm just naming adjectives, I think. All right, so without further ado, here is Kirk Castro. I mean, like, I just do this for, like, the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know me, I like conversations. Like, I don't I don't know when the show the like, fuck um, up. Have you ever watched uh, Driving in Cars with Comedians to Get Caught? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that. Just... It's like that. Yeah. Except you're not a comedian. But... Interesting people, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I'm trying to aim for. Like, just interesting people. Even if you're, you know, a biomedical engineer. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, I feel that's, like, interesting. Everyone's interesting. Yeah. It's like a Humans of New York, but with people, you know what I mean? Humans of New York? You know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. What it is is, like, a Facebook thing where it's, like, they put pictures of, like, random people in New York, right? Okay. So what they do is like interview them and put like the template of the interview as like a caption so people can know like a side story of them. How it's really cool. How long is the interview? It's like It's it's really short. It's like Okay, cuz you need you don't want to put like a whole book right, as a caption. Right, right, right. But like you were coming from the senior design. Yeah. And you said that it was taking too long because of your like, Look, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to talk about my partners. Okay, I don't sorry about listen, that. But the whole process of engineering design, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to work in a team, right? Well, I mean, I've worked with them over the over last semester. That was like two months, mm-hmm. maybe. That was just writing up documentation. But even then, that was really frustrating, just because people were not on the same page. Okay, and, and were, is... they were they were understanding what the professor or the TA wanted, mm-hmm. and how to wisely choose your words and mm-hmm. what you write down and what you say, because you know professors are right. right? Because words mean everything. Yeah, he's if... very picky about the words you tell him, because mm-hmm. he will call you out if you don't make any sense to him. You know, so you have to know what you know what you want to say, know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And it's really important because, I mean, it's your fucking senior design. It I mean, is, this is yeah. the pinnacle of why you even go here. It is, yeah. But 
we're not at that point where right. <laughs> we're, we're melding together yet mm-hmm. because I mean, we haven't actually made anything. But when we get to that point, it's going to be frustrating still. But just trying to get everybody to streamline everything, be as productive mm-hmm. as possible, efficient, so we can get the job done. That's the whole point. But you would think that people would come to their senses of just like, wow, we really need to get on our shit. And just like really um, just, in fact just supersede all try to supersede all expectations because like the shit that you did first second third you know year wouldn't mm-hmm. cut it no you know, i mean a lot of this is just it's a lot of stuff we learn in class like what you're learning right uh, i bet you maybe 75 percent you're not going to apply that to your project you're going to oh, have to okay. learn something totally new on the spot by yourself wow and is that how you see how engineering most engineering jobs are of just like you're not gonna use what you learned in college you're going to just um, grasp all the knowledge there's some parts in the beginning that you'll use right. like maybe if you're an engineer you need to know physics mm-hmm. so basic physics you need to know but some of the extra stuff you'll forget of course of course and you're not gonna apply it ever again mm-hmm. but I would say some parts of your freshman year some parts of sophomore year but most of it you just learn on your own and either way, you're just going to go back anyway if you have yeah. to. Yeah, because, you, I mean, you're not expected to retain the information as I'm, much. Well, I mean, you to retain it, but... Yeah, but not like, to a certain extent where yeah, yeah. it's like you're recalling from the textbook, like, immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of it you have to learn back, but, I mean, you still have to go through the process yeah. of learning it. Yeah. And I think that's just the whole point of, you know, college. Like, I mean... I bet you 100% that you, like, and I'm not trying to be um, just putting you on a pedestal or anything, like, because you are, like, really smart. Like, you're... I don't like that word. I okay. Mean. Well, I mean, I'm not calling you a genius or anything. Oh, I'm definitely not a genius. I'm not calling you, like, like special. I'm just saying that you're you're really smart. I mean, that's on it. Like, that's the truth. Uh, I had the same conversation with Aaron Patron, mm-hmm. and we were like... Kurt, you're not smart. There are a lot of other smart people, but what we I want to call them talented. Okay. Like Bill Gates is talented. He know mm-hmm. he like he knows his stuff. Right. And he applied it and he made something amazing, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other other people who aren't as talented, but they can do the same stuff. They just have to work harder. So right. I. I consider myself a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I put in a lot more time to my craft, and it comes out well. I see. Yeah. I see. So you don't like the word smart, but you no, just like call, never call a smart person smart. Okay. It just it just throws them off, and then they really? get, their head gets bigger, and they like they get cocky and stuff. Uh-huh. I've seen it happen. It just doesn't work out for any for them. Right. I get what you mean. Where it's just like because I'm telling you this one thing doesn't mean like. You put I that you doing, put that idea in yeah. their head. It's like doing and they more take damage. it as fact and then they just mold it into something that right. maybe isn't as helpful to people. Mm-hmm. Like people might take that as like or I, I'm just saying it as like a compliment. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But like what I mean by that, of course you're hard working. Yeah. Would you think that you if you just graduated right now, you didn't even do senior design or backtrack, you didn't even take like like DSP or whatever. Do mm-hmm. you think if you got a job right now, and they want you to do a project, do you think you'd meet expectations with just like half, like maybe even like a quarter of 
college completed? Well, okay. Um, so I read this thing, you know, I go on Yahoo a lot. Mm -hmm. They have these articles about job searching and stuff right. like that. So what they say, what I read in one article was like, you know how they have the job description, you got to have these skills and mm -hmm. this degree. You only need to meet maybe about half of that, mm -hmm. of that requirement. The rest of it, they'll teach you. They don't say that, but they'll teach you as long as you show the ability to, to learn that based yes. on what you've learned in the past. Um, but if I were to get a job like that without doing senior design, mm -hmm. I wouldn't take it. I would complete my degree. Because like, what if what if I need to change change jobs and they require a bachelor's degree? Mm -hmm. And some some long term year long project in that process of getting that degree, then okay. I would I would I would turn that down. So you would think that just having a degree, what like what you're working for right now, mm -hmm. is that jobs are just looking for hard workers, and what's more um, vital to showing you work hard than the degree because it just it's like a it's like a stamp of approval where it's just like hey this is what i did you know a while ago mm -hmm. this is something i i did it was hard but i pushed through yeah. and because i pushed through i think you should hire me as yeah. as opposed to i'm certified like i'm a certified yeah you're certified but what did you do with that certification right. what did, what did you apply it to mm -hmm. so internships mm -hmm. if you can get them if you can t even do your own thing your own project even if it's simple and you put it on like a website or something, people can look you up. They can see that you took your own time, took your own time to build something out of scratch. Mm -hmm. They'll could take that into consideration and say, this guy can work on his own, build something from scratch. He can do well in this company or whatever. Because or whatever, of yeah. his past experiences. Yes, yes, yes. I see. I it's see. not necessarily you, you got the coursework. Mm -hmm. that, right. that can, you can forget all that you can get a bad GPA but still have all these other side things that are still relevant and that mm -hmm. can mean something much more than just your coursework. So if you were going to say, like have advice to engineering, you know, people who are freshmen, you would say like, okay, your GPA is very important. Yes, your coursework, but you need that sort of outside experience of just like working in the field. Like you, like for once, like you, uh, you did that internship in uh, Johns Hopkins. Yeah. And how was that sort of uh, reflective towards your experience as uh, trying to be a biomedical engineer? I mean, the whole process of applying. Like I applied to about twenty summer internships, mm -hmm. and only two accepted me. Really. Which was I found. Well, that happened to me the summer before too, so I was I wasn't very surprised. I was surprised of which two accepted me. It was University of I think, no, some unknown university. Right, right. But right. the fact that Hopkins chose me, I was extremely surprised. You have no idea. I got the email like at five five in the morning. Mm -hmm. It woke me up, and I was in New York at the time. Right. And I was like, What the <laughs> fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean. It's Hopkins. Right. They're, and they're, you, were, you were elated. You were yeah, they're just happy they're about no, it. They're number one in biomedical engineering. Right. And I get to go over there, do research. Uh -huh. um, but in terms of my experience, mm -hmm. it, it depends on who who's your mentor and you know what kind of people you work with. Each lab is different. Right. Um, but either way, being exposed to that to those people who are extremely intelligent, they work hard, harder than me. Mm -hmm. I, like, they stay like all day long in their office in their lab just to complete something and that they have a lot of passion mm -hmm. 
But so that's if I were to give advice to freshmen, you gotta have the passion. Right. And you, even if you don't have the passion, seek it out. Talk to some people. Even if you don't know about anything about the field, just talk to talk to people who right. have done incredible things, and At then you try to yeah. you know strive for something. Yeah. As if like you feel overwhelmed, you just try to pass by. Instead of pass trying to pass by, try to ex, you know exceed or even talk to someone. Like I remember I was talking to you a lot. Yeah. When I was you know struggling with all this stuff, and it really helped, man. Because, like, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, with everything, but especially engineering, you need a good support system. Yeah. Because going in cold, you don't expect, like, yeah. all this other stuff. And uh, did you ever have, like, any mentors, you know, going in that y- you really s- uh, sought out? Like, mentors? Like, as in, like, where it's just, like, did you feel, like, alone at some times? Where it's just, like, hey, you know, I, I don't know anything about engineering you know coming into this but i'm just going to do it myself or did where at times did you feel like overwhelmed and tried to seek you know a little bit of both advice a little bit of both so you know i have a lot of sisters right um so freshman year i lived with iris and meryl mm-hmm. um and what do you think of them if you ever met them um i feel like they give as as you know uh friends of mine like I feel like uh, especially Meryl like she gives really good advice okay in a way where it's like it's not trying to make you like you said like about the smart thing where mm-hmm. it's like even if like the smart people don't like to be called smart like she doesn't that's just, that's just my opinion I right. don't I don't be called smart I don't know what other but other like she doesn't she called. doesn't try to compliment you yeah she tries to like constructively tell you how to improve yes in a way so that's, i mean but that's how i feel that's what they do with me right i mean so if i'm in a spot and they're like okay Kurt, you need to do somehow get from this point to some higher point mm-hmm. go figure it out but you need to do it right at least they're showing you where the door is but they're not trying to hold your hand the entire time no Right. <laughs> That's what they always tell me. I'm not gonna help you. Right. You need to help yourself. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You need you. You need someone to tell you to help yourself. Uh huh. That's I think important. And were you always raised like that? As a, coming from your parents? Mm. Look, they were. They're my parents. In my opinion, my parents were kind of strict with me mm-hmm. when I was little. Right. But then I got the idea. Okay. So then I adapted, and this is how I turned out. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, how how. You say you were you had like a strict household when you were a child. Like, how like strict? Well, it wasn't strict. I mean, it was. Oh, we had some like, leeway, but still, okay. they my parents pushed me to do well. Right. But they gave me some leeway as to how I wanted to do that. Okay, so like not really like in clo- like tie your mom like enclosed. Oh, I don't. I don't space. think that much. No, mm-hmm. no. 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 But as in a way where it's just they they just want the best for you. Like they just want. Yeah, sort of like this thing, and they're trying to guide you, even if it does seem strict. But um, like growing up, I did live in a strict household as well. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I found out it was a strict household because like I never really analyzed my other friends of how their families were compared to mine. Mm, I did that though. a lot when I was little. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, I couldn't compare because I didn't have that many friends growing up. So I gotta I, have some, man. Come on. Yeah, well, I had some, but like they were my <laughs> next door neighbors. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up in 
Saudi yeah, Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. I mean, I had I had a couple of close friends. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot. I mean, I had like a lot of acquaintances, but I didn't hang out. I hung out with like a close-knit group of other Filipinos. Right. They had a lot of different families than what I was used to. So when I first mm-hmm. went to their houses, like one of the kids just everybody's just so loud. You know Filipinos, like <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, like to have big loud family. They just like to have fun, you mm-hmm. know, make fun of each other. It wasn't this. That wasn't the same in my house. Like we made fun of each other, but it was more low key, you know. Right. Like make have some fun, but then get back to work. That was, right, the, that was right, the kind of right. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but did you ever feel that going to the you know these parties of like the big loud families? Did you ever feel that you know uh, how is my family compared to that? You know, did you ever feel that way where it's just like you know why aren't why aren't my family like? doing other stuff or did you just feel like just come tempt with your you know just how you know this is how my mom and dad are treating are raising me so i have to accept that i mean there was a little bit of that okay i mean um i wasn't that into sports when i was little mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't i didn't know much about it until i met one of my friends and then he introduced me to tennis Right. In high school or No, when I was in like elementary? in elementary when I was like okay. in fifth grade. That's when I started playing tennis. Right. And when I learned tennis, I learned other sports. Because mm-hmm. we both me and my friend, we both got into basketball at the same time, table tennis, mm-hmm. soccer at the same time. So I I learned all of this fun stuff with other friends. I see. But it wasn't my parents that, you know, told me, Hey, go outside and play some play some sports with your friends. I would have to you know, call up my friend and be like, you, you always want to do something, something like that. So it was more, my, my household was more like, it was pretty academic, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, read your, read your books, Maryland, learn, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, the, me, I was kind of different. I did other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to learn, but I also like to stay healthy, play sports. That's what I do. Yeah. And would you I don't do as much sports as now because, right, right. Oh, because engineering is just takes time. up a lot of my time. Yeah, uh, and everything. But like, would you would you say that you were out of you know your siblings? Would you say that you were like the mo- the more outgoing in terms of like just having a system of friends? You know, play oh, tennis no, and no. stuff like that. Or were your sisters also? You know, they had a lot of friends. And- I would consider two of my sisters to be more outgoing than I am. Mm. And why is that? I mean, because they're, they're a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to see how they interacted with people. Because I was pretty young at the okay. time. When my sister went to college, it was like 2005, 2009. Mm-hmm. And I was only 10 years old in 05. So, and I was in Saudi Arabia. She was here at GW. Right. So, you, so at that point, your sister's already... Well, I mean... But Meryl was still in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just your older sister. My older what? sister and my other sister, when, oh, she other went, sister. when she went to Boston. I see. And then, so I, when I was visiting college, visiting colleges, and mm-hmm. I came here in 09 when my sister graduated, so, and my sister was also applying to other colleges, Meryl. Mm-hmm. I have four sisters, by the way, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, my older sisters, when I came to visit other colleges, I got to see their their friends, how they right. interacted with their friends, and it was just a lot different when they were in the household. I see. I mean, I don't know if you do you feel that way. You act different in the household than you do socially with yeah. your friends. I yeah, mean, I, I know do. I do that. I definitely do. But like, there's just I, a, there's a different rapport with like family versus friends. Right, but do you do you ever because like I have this thing where 
I try not to act differently when I bring my friends home. Like, I, I'm with my friends, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I act a certain way, but I try not to immediately just shut off that persona mm. and just because my parents are here. Yeah. Like, I just feel that it's, like, it's fake, and it's just, you know, like, why would I... It's stupid. But, like, I mean, uh, you know, coming from that, I guess, you know, like, I, I try to be comfortable mm-hmm. with, you know, my friends and my family as if it's they're, they're just humans. Like, I mean, like, come on. Like, I mean... Yeah. They're my parents, but yeah. I'm not going to act differently just because my friends are here. Or I'm they're my friends, I'm not going to act differently because my parents are here. True. Mm-hmm. But like um so how was I was living in Saudi Arabia, but uh were you born there? Mhm. Okay. Yeah. And so you uh were raised there from uh where you were born to when you were around 14. High, 14 and yeah. then that's when you moved here. I didn't Fort. move, I just went to boarding school. Oh, here. you just went to boarding school. I Still had to go back home during the summer. Right. But uh, I think in 2011 mm-hmm. or t- December 2010 was the last time I was in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. After that, I just stayed here. Right. Because my parents were going to move here anyway. Okay. Yeah. So you were, so over the breaks, you were living in the boarding uh, school over the breaks or? Where were you living? Where are you living with your well, sisters? Well, okay. So I went to boarding school starting in 2009. Okay. Sorry, August 2009. So I would I went back home for winter break, to Saudi spring break and summer break. Mm-hmm. So those were the three last times. And then uh, 2010, when I was a junior in high school, December 2010 was the last time I went to Saudi. But when I got there, mm-hmm. my parents were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Bahrain." <laughs> book out real quick so I only spent like maybe 10 hours after I got off the plane in Saudi then I went to Bahrain spent the winter break there then went back to Philly when I went to how far is Bahrain from Saudi Arabia where where I was living I was about two hours oh so it's not it's not that bad but it's still but that's that's not the Saudi border it's It's different I mean Bahrain is a lot a lot less conservative than Saudi Arabia right yeah, and with, with I I I always forget the rules in Saudi. Like I, f- isn't it that you have to like not you you can't shave sometimes or can can't you still shave? shave? Like I no that's no that's some other sorry <laughs> no but like what do you mean by conservative? So okay, here's one. So in Bahrain, we they actually have movie theaters like oh. AM, like AMC and stuff, you know, cineplexes. Yeah, right. You don't have that in Saudi Arabia. Really? No. So where where would you watch your movies or watch any te- television show? They would have their basic just basic <laughs> channels, channels. Arab channels. <laughs> Wasn't a lot. I mean, they had packages that right. showed American shows, but those were super expensive. Like they're right. You got to be like rich and mm-hmm. get the premium stuff. So you to, you couldn't like watch SNL or any of the you know American shows I mean I used to have those premium packages but they would only last for a year because we couldn't afford it right right. so yeah maybe I watched SNL for like only six months that's how I knew about it and then that's why you watch it now I'm here in America so you I binge watch everything (laughs) but I mean but you still have some control of course because you know you still have engineering as well but because you didn't have that sort of outlet when you were young do you think that's why you're trying to binge watch a lot? or? I mean, I think so. Because I would know about the shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when Lost came out, right. I, I knew about it. I couldn't watch it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the premise. There's no fa- yeah, they're just, they're just if they were to get it, it would be like two years late. Oh. So you're two seasons in, and everybody's ca- caught up in America, and I'm just like on season right. one, and I'm like. And your cousins, and you, you would have cousins here, right? In America? No. You don't have any? No, it's just here? me and my family. Oh my, my media family. But All my cousins are in the Philippines. And Saudi? Or just in the Philippines? Just in the Philippines. Just in the Philippines. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which province of the Philippines are your parents from? Um. So I, well, my parents had a house in Las Piñas. Is that in Luzon? Or? Luzon. That's near Manila. Okay. Well, I think okay. that is Manila. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I used, I used to go there over the summers, mm-hmm. go to Philippines pretty much every summer to like 04 or something right. yeah and it was pretty fun Philippines is fun yeah but um, what was I gonna say but you would go uh, and see your cousins and that's yeah that's okay. where they were we would hang out there yeah okay so were you, were you ever I mean because you went there every year back in like 04 were you ever close with your cousins yeah suddenly yeah okay so I mean there's still that even if you do live in Saudi Arabia and now America yeah, but uh, it's not the same. I mean, I don't of get to course. see them. I haven't seen them in a while, a yeah. real long time. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, right. Un- until unless they come over here. Yeah. Or you know, I come to them. But other than. <laughs> You're gonna go to them. Yeah, I'm gonna go. To You're them. gonna go. <laughs> no, I can't because too many Castros, man. Right. You can't filter <laughs> them out. Which one's related to me? I don't know. I don't know who's who's your uncle Fidel. You know. <laughs> He's dead. Man. He's dead. It's Raul. <laughs> You do have an Uncle Fidel? No. <laughs> what kind of a Filipino would name their son? I don't know. This might this, somebody might be named Fidel Castro in the Philippines. You never know. Maybe you're. Maybe you. I'm not, man. I've, <laughs> I've seen my birth certificate. That's gonna be. That's like. That's a great name because it's because the other guy died, so now it's taken. <laughs> well, now it's not taken. Sorry. Why would I want that name? He was a dictator. <laughs> yeah. Well, he Mark- held Cuba back. So is Marcus, but people still call their children Marcus. Like, the same spelling? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. No, you mean like if they had a daughter named Imelda? Imelda? Marcus? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's weird, but I I think I'm going off topic. But like, yeah, I'm not going to see your cousin because I already went to the Philippines. I went... Oh, how was that? It was really nice. Like, um, I get what you mean about... Um, it's just the, it's not the motherland, man. right? It's yeah. the motherland, and I, it's so much fun. Yeah. Like you have, like it's, it's. I think once in the you get a certain age where, like, you know, like everything doesn't seem so big, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a way where because I, back in 04 like you were nine, ten years old, like everything just seems like so. Everybody, like, yeah, all, exactly. All the adults but are when big. you're like at that age and you go back, it's just like wow. Like holy crap! Like mm-hmm. it's different, and I definitely feel you on like just not seeing your cousins for a while. I haven't seen my cousins in six years, and like it's just it just felt you know very fun to get to know them. But it also is an emotional thing really? because yeah, because like for I mean you haven't seen a person for six years who is your you know cousin is your blood you know flesh and blood. Did you recognize them when you first saw them? Um, well, I had to. I had to, to ask. Someone, ask is that you, is that is that the person? Yeah, there? exactly. <laughs> I had to ask, but like, I kind of had some idea because they were friends on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we still have Facebook mm-hmm. and everything, but what you know, I wish I came in earlier because my my Lolo just recently died. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's uh, fine, but like, she he died like a week before we were gonna go. 
So like oh, that sucks. it was just I mean just the timing yeah. itself. We were we weren't going to the Philippines to bury my grandfather. Yeah. But like as soon as we were about to pack You got the call. Yeah, we got the call. Dang. And I was at work at the time. Dang. And I was like I was texting you, I was like, How's Hopkins? And then I get the text of what, like, what did you what did you text me? Man? I don't know. I was just like it was during the time you were in Hopkins. I don't remember that. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, but like yeah i was at work and it was just like i don't know like i've i i got mad at my mom because she wouldn't call me because she said that because you're at work we didn't want to disturb you or but something yeah but my, my yeah of course okay. he's my only he's he was the only grandfather that um you know it was alive mm-hmm. my my mom's on my mom's side my grandfather my parent grandparents both died yeah so he was the only grandfather i had and you know like i don't have any grand you know parents anymore but um but i mean like it's it just shows you how much you like you know like even if the ticket's expensive like it's just so worth it to see your relatives and like do you do you ever plan on like going to your you know relatives and just say hey you remember me <laughs> cast your family you know? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I really miss my family. Yeah. You know, just talking to you, it just brings back memories when I was little. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a really long time. Yeah, but... I don't, I don't even know if my grandparents are alive, man. This... But the thing is, you need to, I feel like you need to have faith, Kurt, because sometimes, like, like I, do, I, I was getting emotional, too, about it, and, you know, like, I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to, you know, talk to him mm-hmm. face to face. And it just, you know, like, even if you don't know if you know they're even there or even alive you need to have faith because you know as soon as you see them and you talk to them that's just worthwhile like you don't i don't like like i don't want to wait for you know my other family members to just pass away all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and i just never get to talk to them now i have that you know closure just to see them and uh, I, I didn't expect to get this like emotion yeah, I didn't either too <laughs> I don't know just when hearing you talk about your grandparents yeah. you think of mine and I'm just like I wish I spent more time with them right but that's like that's just not the case but I feel like they're you know Kurt even if they're not you, they don't they don't see you I'm pretty sure I mean they have to think of you they uh, have to yeah. because I mean like there's not because I mean they don't get to see you, so they have to think of you in order, you know, to just because like how can you not forget, you remember your family? Yeah, that's just that's freaking you embedded you, in you your just, DNA. You can never forget your family, right? But like, oh man, uh, I just want to ask you about okay high school. High school. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't want to talk about... Okay, yeah. Because, like, I feel like if we do... I mean, like, we are 
you know pressed on time and I really want to I really want to get to know you but like I remember when you talked about high school right mm -hmm. about how sort of that boarding life style sort of helped you be more independent in a way where you, yeah, you yeah, told yeah. me yeah, where yeah. it's just like as soon as you got to high school mm -hmm. right you um I mean you had your roommate that was like a jock okay. and that was like hopefully he's not listening oh no no I mean like but in a way even if aside from the jock who just smelled like shit <laughs> there's more a bit more than that too man right. there's some some weird stuff happened right really <laughs> no I mean I would walk into look okay he was uh, he was fucking a girl really and are you serious he didn't tell me so I just walked in there <sighs> And like I, had, it's my, the door was locked, but I had right. the key because it's my fucking room. Of course. So, but I opened the door and I knock over a chair. I was trying to hold it up. Uh huh. And then they were just doing it. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, okay. And I'm like, my my, I need to get a bag, mm -hmm. which was all the way across the room. I didn't want to walk all the way across the room while they're for a bag. So he had to go get it while he was naked, buck naked, but and <laughs> give it to me. He didn't even get a robe or like a towel or like the sheets nope. or something. Nope. Jeez. That's just quicker. Hey, at, you least, know at least they didn't do it on your bed. Be God is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that happened twice though. <laughs> what on your bed? No, no, no. Okay. I walk, where I walked in on them. How did it happen the second time? I don't know, man. I mean, you it's would, my room. You would think like you would learn from the first time. I mean, I don't know what the circumstances were. Here. Okay. I don't remember, but it's, I walked in on them twice. Ah, oh, Jesus. I mean, but he wasn't a dick about it, was he? No. Okay. But there, okay, so we had room inspection like twice a week, right? Okay. And this man did not have the courtesy to hide his used condoms. All right. And he just left them on his bed <laughs> where our, what do you call it, like house parent that right. would live with us, take, like proctor or whatever, mm -hmm. left a note, please put away your used condoms. <laughs> But, and we but, failed. But, <laughs> we failed room inspection because he didn't put it away. Plus, he had a ton of cum tissues too. Ew! I'm like, this man is disgusting. Jesus Christ! What? I mean, like, I understand, you know, adolescence, but Jesus Christ! Yeah, some experimentation, but like on the lowdown, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I can humbly say that I understand how how what he's going through as like a guy. <laughs> yeah, but you would think that have some self. You know, respect. Like I live here too. Right. I don't want to be exactly. But like, that. but I mean, like, why were you? Were the like, what did the administration say about it? Just like because no. it was a health health hazard, or like, no? I mean, my the whatever his name is, the house parent was cool with it. Just okay. the next time. Okay. He under he understood what we were going through. We we're like what eighteen, seventeen year olds. Right. We just want to. Yeah, everything. exactly. <laughs> exactly, but like. It's not, I don't think it was, you know, your, of course it wasn't your fault, duh. But, like, just, it just seems so weird. Like, I'm still processing it right now. What do you mean? He doesn't, he, he didn't do the sock thing. Like, you know how the classic, like, put the sock and not, the, You can't do that. Well, um, why not? Because you're in high school, you get in trouble. But you get to, but, okay. How about it's a boarding school, dude? There's there's certain rules. People know what that means, right? Dude. The but, house parents know. But I feel like in that situation, you would have to text. And did he have a phone? You had a phone, right? Yeah. 
So why didn't he just text you like, hey? Can but I use he the room? put in a time frame. A time frame. Yeah. Oh, Kurt. So the time frame where I when I went in was past, past. his, but he was still going. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was he was on a roll. I don't know. <laughs> but like, okay, that that makes sense. For one, because like he told you what was going to happen, so yeah. you kind of didn't. You, but did you know? About you, you know, because yeah, but I thought they were done because the time frame is over. Okay, I give you that, but like, stick to the schedule, bro. You could put your ear to the door. Oh, they they were really quiet. Who's really quiet and still goes that long? You would think that you that for that long, you would think like the aggressive guy, just like shouting, (laughs) just pounding on the door. No, he's he's he tried not to get in trouble as well. Oh, that's right. He kept it down. But the point is, the time frame he gave me uh-huh. was over right. at the time. And I went in to get my stuff. I respected his time frame. <laughs> and I just walked in on them. Oh, Jesus, Kurt. Well, you know, if we're roommates, I'll, I'll promise not to ever do that. Well, no, we, I'm... Get, we get two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. <laughs> you get your own. I get mine. <laughs> Opposite ends. That's what's gonna happen. Okay, if I use the couch in the living room. No, what are you kidding me? Man? I don't know. But you have to like put saran wrap. Saran wrap like a yeah, granny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Protection, some bubble wrap, no. something. Well, you have no worries because you know it's me. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, that's just wishful thinking on my part. Mm-hmm. But like anyway. <laughs> so you're in boarding school, right? Yeah. And. uh you know, you're figuring out, oh, I actually like science, oh, I actually like engineering, right? Or when mm, did that just, love of engineering sort of start? I mean, I just liked science. Okay. I didn't really like math. I wasn't good at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was okay. I understood the concepts, but I didn't, like, want to keep doing it. Right. But, like, uh, I guess I really liked engineering when I first got to GW. I just chose engineering. Oh, I didn't. I okay. didn't choose biomedical specifically just choose engineering i see but then you know what's his name professor amadi is like look mm-hmm. at the other professors look at their research and i saw what they what everybody did and i liked the biomedical part and you know just went into it right it's like that's what i want to do okay well i mean at least you had a sort of aspect of what you wanted to do because some people like i think why people drop out of engineering is because they want they're on a specific goal. You know what I mean? Hear me out on okay. this. Hear me out on this. You know, like I don't know. They just think, oh, biomedical engineering would be great for me. Yeah. Instead of just having a love of all sciences, they okay. just feel like I think they looked on the chart <laughs> of like all salaries. Yeah. And they picked biomedical engineering because it's it high. high, right? Yeah. And they're just like, I'm gonna take that. And they just don't, they do it without love. Mm-hmm. They don't do, put in the effort and they just half-ass it. Mm-hmm. But you are smart in a way where it's like, I don't know if biomedical engineering would be fine, even if it's ranked high on like the pay chart. Yeah. I don't know because what I do know is like, I love science, I love engineering. Yeah. And you know, that's good. But why did you chose GW as an engineering school? It's not very known yeah. for engineering. Is it because of your sister? No, nah, it's the, because of the financial aid package. Okay. So, when did I apply? Like, You've applied probably 2011 or 2012. Yeah, so I think that was, at that point, 
the economy was still kind of down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get... I was an international student. All right. Because you still had the Saudi Arabian... Uh, I didn't have a... No, I was a Filipino citizen. Oh, you're a... Fi- oh, okay. Yeah. But you were born in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They don't, oh, they don't give Saudi Arabian citizenship away to just anybody. Right, 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 right. So, okay, yeah. So I was an international student, and it's very hard for international students to get a spot at, like, top colleges mm-hmm. and get a financial aid package as oh, well. okay. So GW offered the best one because it wasn't, like... It was just a scholarship. Mm-hmm. They could give it to anybody. So, and you also got... Did you get full ride here as well? It was a full ride. It was close. It was close. But... But it was close enough not to ignore. Yeah. Okay. A lot. It was a lot better than any of the other uh, offers I got from other schools. Did you apply to Hopkins? I did. Mm. I got... I think... Yeah. I, I remember when the offer letter went out. So mm-hmm. when I was in high school, me and this other kid also... We both applied to Hopkins. From your boarding school? Yeah. Because okay. we both wanted to do something medical related science engineering yeah and we both got the letter i went into his room was like do you get in he's like no and you know we did we hugged it out we're like it's okay <laughs> it's okay pat on the back oh no but that was your uh top choice mm, duke was duke was. i didn't get into duke i oh. messed up no i messed up in my application but whatever but wow like my my top two choices was here in syracuse Really? When it was like, com- when it came to choosing, like I both got accepted at that. Mm-hmm. But like, I I think the highest one that was hard to get was UVA, and I didn't. Get I it. also applied to UVA, got yeah, rejected. I got rejected too, because like I think UVA was a like ideal choice because it's in state. Yeah. Or even Virginia Tech. Yeah. And I didn't get in because I was stupid and I applied <laughs> to the engineering program, which was competitive as hell. Because that's yeah. the only reason why people go to Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. other than business or whatever. But it's called Virginia Tech. Yeah. So you would think that most people want to go there for engineering. Mm-hmm. But like, what you, you people should have done was actually apply undecided and then switch switch into the engineering program. If you get a good. Can GPA. you do that? Is that is yeah. it hard to switch? No. Are you sure? Thing is, the only they can't just allow anybody undecided to switch to their. It's, it's prestigious engineering okay. program. It's hard in a way where it's like sometimes you might get behind on a semester. Yeah. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Or you could even just crunch it out over the summer. Just take a hell of a lot of classes. Mm-hmm. And then just graduate on time as if you, you know, accepted into the engineering program, uh, uh, sort of hmm. program. But going back to GW. And, uh, I mean, you've been here for three years. Yeah. What are your general thoughts on the engineering program here? It's not the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, there... So, as you know, the BME department just was something new in January. Mm-hmm. So, they were stuck in the ECE department before, electrical and computer engineering, and they didn't have much leeway with the program that they wanted for BMEs. I mean, right. I looked at a, like Hopkins program, the courses they take are not the same as the ones we are required to take. I like see. We're required to take, what, DSP? Yeah. We, we were required. No other BME program needs to take that because it just doesn't apply. I mean, you can take, we are required to take circuit signals and systems. That is a tech elective for other BME programs if you want to do medical devices. 
because most of these classes I feel are just from my understanding as an electrical it's yeah. just catered to me yeah. my major and I'm like why are you guys you know taking this in a way where it's like it's almost required it is required yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that's what I didn't like okay I mean but we also didn't have any specific biomedical engineering courses mm-hmm so there wasn't many options so that's why i didn't like there wasn't a specific program for bmes with a lot of options okay as opposed to other schools that did have those resources and we also didn't have like facilities to conduct bme related research mm-hmm. no yeah. but like in a way how was the engineering aspect of everything presented would you think that, you know, Amadi was like, hey, guys, engineering's fun, <laughs> da-da-da-da-da, yeah. and it was like, all right, this is going to be great. Did you feel at all, and I've been talking to other engineers about this, did you ever feel at all like you were challenged at one point from, like, the first day to the next? Because everyone's saying, you know, I wish I was challenged more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the way I see it right now, freshman year... It was like very you didn't learn much I think for me I wasn't I wasn't challenged sophomore year a little bit so you learn some technical stuff that maybe you've never seen before but the way I saw the curve was like freshman and junior year you were going sort of linearly up with a very very small slope it was promising yeah in a way and then senior year is when you get to senior design and that just shoots up because you've never you're teaching yourself new stuff that you haven't learned in any of your classes so mm-hmm. That's the most challenging part is the senior design part. But everything else is just, it's... It's busy work in it's a sense. I'll say it was it's a lot easier than what I did in high school. Mm. High school was a bit harder than the first three years of college. But I got a lot more sleep in my three, first right. three years of college than I did in high school. But, did you th- but do you think saying that, do you think it's kind of disappointing on all like the years? Like reflecting on that now. Would you say like, wow, where you know, why would I invest so much time? Even though it's to a de- you know, for a degree, everyone has to do it for the degree who goes to the school. Yeah. But just saying that high school was just easier, in a way, like the course load. High school as well was harder. As, or sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm mumbled up because I'm just trying to th- figure it out. Yeah. High school was harder. You didn't get that much sleep, compared to now. Yeah. Would you say that all that work in high school is just like, wow, like I thought it was going to, you know, amount to something, this preparation? Mm. You know, like I thought it was going to get harder, you know, after this. Once you graduated, you know, senior year, you thought that, okay, I'm going to GW. It's going to be, it's going to go from zero to 60 and like this. And like you were prepared and like everything, but like you just go in and you you tell me like it's the slope. Yeah, just like. Small slope. I mean, and I don't know what to expect. Right. I mean, I was just going to take everything one step at a time, see mm-hmm. how it works out. But that's just what I felt like in the past three years. Right. I mean, I could have done a lot more. I wish the school allowed me to do a lot more. It's just that there wasn't a lot to do. Yeah. In what I, want, I, mean, what I was interested in, that just wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. It is now, some of it. It's getting better. Okay, at least there's there's hope, you know, for the future. Yeah. It's getting better, but, you know, if they keep, like, the mistakes they're doing. Like, I I remember when Brandon just 
redid all the um, engineering. What was it? No circuit theory. Yeah, the circuit theory lab. He made it in a way where it's just like it was easy. It's easy to follow, and there was just more challenging. Yeah. It was so much challenging, and he graded like a like a bitch, <laughs> like a total bitch. But like I felt his pain of just how he didn't want to stand for what the university was going through. You yeah. know, of how just like the mediocre. Mm-hmm. Of just everything, so that's why I think that's why he did that, and I respect him for that. Yeah, but I think if it's something, it has to be challenging. I mean, I can't, you can't learn anything without being challenged. It won't, just won't stick. It just won't stick. Right. So, a lot of the stuff I learned is just, it just doesn't stick anymore because it was just, it wasn't that hard. Right. I mean, I went, I went over to Hopkins, and I forgot everything. I learned something new and just forgot about everything else. But I think went, it would be different if they were just a little more concerned about their right. undergraduates and what they get out of it. But you, the thing is, like, we say this of just like, oh, fuck GW's engineering program and everything. But how can we know for certain that other schools aren't like this, like the progress they're going? You can never know unless you go into the school. I mean, if you talk talk to them, mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked to some, well, there, there was a five-year you know the five-year program on you right. go to get you get your BS and your MS. So there's one girl in Hopkins. I talked to her. It's just they they specialize their students so much more in terms of in terms of BME because that's what they're good at. But they just have a lot more options for people to take. You can do what you want to do. Challenge be challenged the way you want to be challenged based on your choices. Right. If you don't have a lot of choices, then what are you, you're not really challenging not, yourself. You're not, yeah, you're not given the means to just go out and, you know, just do it. Like, as <laughs> just like... Just do it, Nike, just man. do it. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm glad, you know, we got to talk about this because I feel that, you know, it definitely opened me up to just how I feel about, you know, school. I mean, like, I talk to people, mm-hmm. you know, outside. But, like, you know, on a podcast, like, I'm glad I got this out. Because, like, I, I definitely feel the same way, man. Where it's just, like, you know, it's great and everything. You know, of how, you know, the engineering... Just maybe even in, in a sense, like, the workload or, like, the amount of sleep I get. Mm-hmm. But it just reflects to me, like... Is it really worth it? Just like how not so challenging it is, or how. But you know, let me ask you: Are you are you challenged right uh, now? In a way. Are you learning? I in a way like I feel that I can only learn from how much I want to learn. In a way where it's just like I've took it upon myself to not just take every word in like a sponge Mm -hmm. during classes where it's just like you know if I want to learn I'll learn where it's like if I want to learn something I'll go in and read the fucking book (laughs) if I want to you know just just in a way where it's just like I can't just sit back and like you know absorb like a sponge all day you know with these lectures because it's just first of all I mean it's just it's just droning you know, I mean, yeah, Amadi. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm I, not yeah. pointing fingers at Amadi, but it's like all professors. Yeah, like I don't. I don't want to sit there. Mm-hmm. I want to. Like I want to take what you've just taught me, 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to move on to something. I want to see how it's applied rather right. than just seeing it on a chalkboard. We don't have to have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how what we learn is applied. What What's the use of it? We need like a field trip or something. Maybe not even a field trip. Like even a simple video. Yeah. Or like just everybody get up, look at this, look at this device, which has the concept we're learning. I don't know. Of course. And it just, just takes a professor who's eccentric enough yeah to do that which we don't have enough (laughs) but i mean you're gonna be graduating i mean tit for that you're gonna be graduating in less than a year and um soon enough you're gonna be applying to grad school do you have any like any uh just any thoughts about that like i i don't i haven't really asked you about personally how you felt about you know getting in trying to get into grad school is it overwhelming at times yeah, I mean, because I'm kind of stretching myself thin this year. Right. I'm trying to do a lot of stuff at the same time. Applying to grad school, senior design, some research, GR, study for the GRE, which is part of PCS. PCS. Uh, so it's a lot of responsibilities. Right. And still trying to get used to it. Okay. I'm still trying to adapt because I haven't had this kind of a load in a long time. Right. And... I'm just trying to work through it. But you seem I'm trying very, to keep myself organized. But yeah, you seem very. Not I wouldn't use the word optimistic, but you're just ready to face the challenge. Yeah. You're just you know whatever. And I'm also I'm also like trying to, trying to open up more. Right. I mean I'm usually a conserved, shy, yeah. not very talkative. But that's your. Per- that's your I mean that's why I'm doing this. I'm trying to. Right. Open up more. <laughs> that's why I agreed to do this. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to talk to more people. You know. Yeah. But, I mean, I got to thank you again, man, for doing this. I know I was, like, trying to convince you for yeah. like, weeks now. But, like, See, there's that conservativeness that I have. It just, right. like, it goes through my head, should I do this? And, like, mm-hmm. now I'm just, like, why not? There's so no why, there's no, okay. no harm, no foul. So that's Let's what just you do it. Yeah, that it's voice. fun. Yeah. yeah, I had a great time. Thanks for having me, man. All right. We'll talk again soon, man. All right. All right. All right, that was a very candid and an emotional conversation with Kurt Castro. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Alright, tune in next Thursday for another episode of the Life of You and Me podcast. And (laughs) enjoy it!